Welcome back to the Anime Summit Newscast. It's your favorite host of the most, Sam the Bomb. And I can't believe it's already March. I feel like I said that last week. Did I say that last week? Did I? Or no, it was the end of February last week, right? When this came out? Yeah, it's already March, dude. Shoot. It's Danny's birthday yesterday. So if you haven't said a happy birthday to her, feel free to do that on just at Anime Summit on Twitter or... If you're on Discord and you haven't said it yet, say so you're on Discord. Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, it is March 6th, 2022, and I don't have a lot of mm, non-anime news, but I have a lot of anime news. So, a lot of upcoming anime coming in this summer. Some spring reminders, I think. Uh, I'm trying not to... I always try my best not to repeat, like, if I, oh, if I did the spring reminder or spring hype or summer hype last week, then I don't want <clears throat> to do it again. So I always try my best not to do that. Um, but yeah, anyway, I have, there's like a lot. Like the amount of tabs I have open for the anime news, it's like it's three, almost three times as much as I do for the non-anime stuff. But that being said, if I miss something, let me know, and I'll be able to talk about it on next week's if it's still, you know, if you still feel like I should be able to talk about it. That being said... Let's, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, get started. And, uh, yeah, we'll be, on, we'll be on our way, mate. Uh, dude. Let's start with this, actually. Let's do this. I want to start doing this a lot more if I can. Um, I may miss, miss it every few weeks or so. Um, but I do follow a couple of, like, official Gundam pages on, on social media and stuff. So I should be able to... Not you know, not miss it. I think I'll only do it when it's like kits that people that I think people might care about. But uh, new new gunpla and uh, new gunpla and models and stuff. Um, you know, Zoid is making a big comeback in models lately. Or if a new like you know anime with awesome robots or something comes out, like hey, or a new video game even you know because there's a lot of video game models as well. But yeah, dude, we're getting a new um entry grade new Gundam which is pretty cool if you don't know what entry grade is or don't know how the grades work basically it works the main grades are high grade uh master grade and perfect grade and then there's all these other like sub ones like SD grade entry grade and things like that you can imagine entry grade is like like high it's like high grade except way less pieces and so um and they're easier to put together than, than you know, other ones. And they're about one one forty four scale, so uh, the smallest scale there is, next to like you know, I guess in in terms of gunpla, I mean, um, other robots, I don't know, you know, because they're different sizes, obviously. But uh, then there's then there's uh, oh no, sorry, there's real grade. I totally forgot. There's high grade and then there's real grade. High grade comes after entry grade, and high grade is like, you know. It's got a nice number of detailed pieces, but not not as many as like a real grade would. A real grade has a lot more mechanical pieces and paneling involved. Uh, same scale, 144. And then there's uh, master grade, which is like 100 scale, so 1100. And more pieces involved, bigger. And then there's perfect grade, which a lot of those are like 148 or 152 or something. Uh, bigger, big, 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 big. And perfect grades are really cool because they have, like, full mechanics. They're just really amazing. Those tend to be more expensive, obviously. But, anyway, they announced a new 
RX-93 New Gundam from Char's Counterattack in an entry grade. We have the 144 scale Gundam Asmodeus. That is a high grade, really cool looking. The high grade Sigrune, which I don't remember which one that's from. Uh, it's... Oh God, it's... I wish I remember what, what which one that was from, but it looks really fucking cool. Then we're also getting a new the new Crossbone Gundam EXO, a reissue of the EXO, which is a high-grade 144. And then we're also finally getting a Phantom Gundam high-grade uh, 144. Very cool. Uh, and I'm very excited to hopefully watch the new Gundam stuff that's coming out, and we'll hopefully get new kits of that. We're also getting a new Master Grade 100 version 2 of the Assault Buster Gundam Verka. The Verka Master Grades are by I forgot the 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 um the mecha designer's name, but it's uh based on they're called Verka because Ka is part of the um the person's name, but they're it's like it's like how they would design it in a more modern sense, um like how today's technology would look as that Gundam. So that's why they're called Verka, their version Ka or whatever. So very cool. So I thought I thought that would be cool to maybe kind of do that more often, kind of mention the cool new Gundam kits that are coming out. Uh, that being said, speaking of Bandai, the new Digimon set is now out called Next Adventure. Very excited for that. Um, I, I'm going to be honest with you, the next couple sets I don't really care too much about. They don't have too many kinds of things that I want to build out of them. The last set, the last two sets had everything, like the last two, three sets, I, I had about everything I wanted to build. Um, I think it's not going to be until uh, BT-8, which is the set after this. So BT-7 was Next Adventure. Uh, this one's called New Hero, and this one's going to have, like, Juchaomon, Snow Agumon, Imperial Dramon Fighter Mode, Magnamon. It's going to be kind of centered around Vimon and Imperial Dramon kinds of decks and things like that um very cool there's gonna be like a paladin mode card that's like gonna be like the secret rare in it and it's super cool um it has a one digit evolving one attacking effect very very board wipey very cool so very excited for that then, then the next couple sets will be uh there's gonna be an extra set called digital hazard which is centers around the d reapers from season three and then uh yeah very excited. I think BT9, actually, uh, X-Record, it's already out in Japan. They get everything, obviously, way before we do, of course. But this is probably the next set that I'll be excited for. Um, or actually, not this one. Maybe it's BT10? I don't remember. There's another set where a new Beelzemon card is coming out, and that's what I'm excited for. So, hell yeah. Um, John Romero releases a new Doom 2 level. Uh, this was a Doom 2 level... That was never it made it never made it to the final game. They, it was just one that they cut out. Um, he had kept it in the vault forever and thought, oh, maybe when on like an anniversary I'll release it. Um, he actually released it for uh, so people can buy it, and then 100% of the people will go to like the Ukraine Red Cross and uh, Ukraine aid and stuff like that. So, which is a pretty cool idea. A lot of people are doing that, um, things like that with the crazy times happening right now over there and uh yeah so that, that's pretty sweet uh doom 2 obviously is a classic uh, doom 2 is like you know people were modding their own levels making their own levels and stuff and it's just kind of cool to see that john romero had this like 
in, you know, in the in his files for a long time and thought of a cool reason to release it. So, uh, Final Fantasy fourteen patch six point one newfound adventure, um, new main scenario quests, new side quests, new tribe quests, um, new dungeon, new trial, new alliance raid, new ultimate duty, new PvP content, bunch of cool stuff. Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, I this is just a new patch. It's not a new expansion, so it's adding a bunch of it's adding things to the 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 you know the last expansion which was Endwalker which is the last one uh that ends the story main story of the game but yeah you can transfer Grand Theft Auto 5 story progress to PS5 and Xbox Series XS today and new graphics modes revealed so uh according to Rockstar the Rockstar's blog site uh what you need to do is boot up GTA 5 on your last gen platform in the pause menu select the game tab Select the Upload Save Game option. From there, your your save will be stored and ready to download to the new version for up to 90 days. And you can only store one game save per, flat, per platform. Uh, it's a one-time migration, and you can only transfer saves between the same console family. Well, duh, yeah, PS4 to PS5, that kind of thing. Uh, House of the Dead remake release date revealed in the new trailer. This will be coming sometime in 2021. Um, uh, let's see, April 7th, there it is, April 7th, so literally like a month from now, so very excited for that, I, I love House of the Dead, if you've never played a House of the Dead game, it's probably one of the most, like, classic, like, you walk into an arcade, you know what I mean, and you see all those games with, like, the guns in them, there's the, there's the, the Deer Hunter one, you know, Buckshot or whatever, there's Time Crisis, um, Point Blank, or whatever that one was. Uh, you know, all those classic, you know, shooter games. Um, House of the Dead was, like, the, like, one of the most popular ones that you could play. Um, and they've made home versions of them, you know. I had the Wii version, actually, which is really cool, because you just use the Wiimote, and then just point at the screen and, you know, go up, go up, go up, go up. Bop, 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 bop. Very cool. Uh, we'll save that for the end. Sea of Thieves season six trailer showcases mini raids, sea forts, new pirate legend voyages, and more. I, you know what? I never got into Sea of Thieves, honestly, but having watched some friends play it and how funny it is that they just like fuck with each other and just mess around and go pirating around, trading in booty for money and all this fun stuff and. You'd need, like, a couple people to man your pirate ship and navigate around. It's kind of cool. Um, but they've already had a whole slew of, like, they have, like, a, a timeline release of a release date uh, kind of graphic that they uploaded to their their blog and Twitter. Season 6 is March 2022. Um, it comes with three new vent- three new adventures, uh, Sea Forts and Pirate Legend content, um, new Plunder Pass, uh, sea of Thieves season seven is launching June, uh, new ways to play in progress and or progress progress. Uh, season eight is coming out September, 2022 expanded role play and quest types season nine in December, new social options for crews. Very cool. So they have a big thing planned for each season coming out. So if you play sea of thieves, there you go. The cuphead show already had got renewed for a second season. Um, I guess it was very popular, very, 
a lot of people liked it. It was sweet. I still haven't watched it. I love Cuphead. I think Cuphead's one of the coolest fucking games ever. And I heard the show was, was great. So I will be giving that a watch sometime soon. Uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Land is now out. For anyone who hasn't played it yet or... Oh, no, it's not out yet. Why did I say it was now out? Okay, what is this blog I'm reading? Oh, it's like an early critic blog. Okay. I was like, what is this? I'm like... It made it seem like it was out already because they're like giving their whole review on it. Anyway... I think I'm going to buy this. I definitely want to buy this game. I know we've talked about it already. But I haven't seen a new Kirby game look this much fun in a while. Um, I mean, the last few we got were great, you know, don't get me wrong. But, like, this looks like a Kirby Kirby game. Kind of reminds me of Crystal Shards from 64. Uh, Epic Games acquires Bandcamp. <laughs> uh, Microsoft is in the process of buying Activision Blizzard. Sony scooped up Bungie. Take-Two acquired Zynga, and now Epic Games has purchased Bandcamp. Yes, the music storefront streaming platform is now under the umbrella of the maker of Fortnite and Unreal Engine. Why? Uh, it's anyone's guess. The move does harken to the publisher's purchase of Rock Band and Fuser development developer Harmonix last November with the intent of creating more music-focused content for Fortnite. Um, it doesn't feel like Bandcamp would figure into these plans in any obvious way, but Stranger Things have happened. Uh, yeah, no, that's really weird. So for those of you who don't know what Bandcamp is, it's basically, um, it basically is a website like SoundCloud, uh, kind of. You make a profile, um, so you can make a you can make a profile, right? And you can like, you can release music on it. So you can make a, a page for your band or your music, whatever, and release music on it. And then you can have your own like little storefront with like merch, t-shirts. Uh, CDs, tapes, vinyls, like hard media versions of your music or uh, digital. So like you could you download the Bandcamp app, right? And uh, you can like buy music, right? And then it goes to your Bandcamp app, and then you can listen to you listen to it everywhere. You know, a lot of the artists on Bandcamp. That's the thing, right? A lot of the artists on Bandcamp are artists that are like they self-publish. They self like Bandcamp has made it so possible for a lot of indie artists to continue being indie. And um, that's kind of, that was kind of like one of the great things about it. Right. Is like people could um, release their music. You know, you can put pay what you want. You can put $10, $5. I've seen people release their music like a, you know, like a 10 song album for like five bucks and things like that. Right. It was a way where you can make your own music and just, you know, that kind of thing. A lot of it is like indie and underground stuff. Um, even record companies or small time labels and indie labels have Bandcamp pages. So it's really weird because it's not like, I mean, there are like more mainstream, more popular bands and artists on there. Don't get me wrong. Um, but most of the time, if you have a Bandcamp profile, it's most likely because you're buying uh, an indie artist music, which is what I use it for, or is what most people use it for. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was kind of strange. I wonder what that means. I personally don't think it's a good idea. I feel like something as big as Epic Games buying something that is so kind of like for, by, and for the people is kind of weird. I don't know. But, yeah, that happened. That happened. I actually haven't opened my band camp app in a while because I haven't bought any music on it in a while. Um, but what's really cool is that, like, a few times I have bought music on it they the artists have like sent me like personalized little envelopes you know with like 
free codes to like download earlier albums and things like that. It's super cool. Um, but yeah, and you just input the code and you get the whole album on your. What's cool about Bandcamp too is when you buy the album digitally, you get it on your Bandcamp app, yes. But then you get uh, a little download link to download the MP3s to put them on your phone, MP3 player, iPod, whatever. But you know, it's it's pretty sweet. Uh, yeah. So I thought that was uh, I thought that was weird. Uh, Spider Soars, previously exclusive to Apple Arcade, will hit consoles and PC this spring. This is a cool Contra-like arcade side-scroll shooter kind of game in which you f- fight against a plethora swarms of these spider dinosaur mutant things. And it's kind of the theme and art style of it. It has like a Saturday morning cartoon thing, which is kind of cool. I never knew it existed because apparently it was only an Apple Arcade thing. Um that came out in 2019 and so it's coming out to all of the mainline consoles and pc so it looks very cool if you've never never heard of it this is the first time i'm hearing about it that's for sure but it's called spider soars i I like it i like the art style like the little animation they did very cool uh disney plus is officially the new home to ousted netflix mcu shows uh daredevil jessica jones luke cage iron fist and the defenders the punisher and the agents of shield which is very cool, and this next thing I'm about to say can be kind of spoilery a little bit, um, although it's at the beginning of the movie. Um, but Matt Murdock, who plays Daredevil, is in the beginning of Spider-Man No Way Home, so like obviously that's like confirmed that it can you know exist in the MCU. Obviously, given what happens in No Way Home. You know, okay, anyway, I'm not going to say anymore because I, I don't know if everyone's seen it yet. But, yeah, Daredevil is in the beginning of that movie, uh, the Netflix one. So, like, it's really cool. So, you know, hopefully we'll get to see more crossover. And if they're going to Disney+, Plus, that means that they're going to cross over with other shows and shit. It's going to be cool. Uh, dude, Futurama has been in the headlines lately. Obviously, we talked about this um, because John DiMaggio, the voice of Bender, was he was saying like, no, you guys don't pay us enough and I'm not going to go back to it. If you don't, if you don't pay us enough. Uh, first, I mean, at first he had said, you know, I don't want to, I don't agree with that. I, I want to be paid more. And then he had later said, no, we all need to be paid more. Like, let me get this. Let me get this. Let me, let me get the facts straight here. It's all of us. We all deserve to be paid more than what you're paying us. And so apparently this past week he worked out a deal and he is ready to step back into his role as Bender after all, um, he assigned a deal to reprise his role as Bender in the Hulu revival, and he couldn't be happier about it. He said, I'm back, baby. So damn grateful for the love and support of fans and colleagues alike. During this whole time, especially my wife, Kate, and I cannot wait to go back to work with my future on a family. Uh, he said, hashtag Bendergate is officially over, so to put it, so put it on the back of a shelf behind Christmas decorations, or maybe even that kitchen drawer with all the other crap you put there, like old, unusable, crazy glue, or maybe even put a jar you say farts in. Whatever floats your boat. I don't care. You get the picture. I'm back, baby. Bite my shiny metal ass. Um, DiMaggio's deal with Hulu completes the original show's cast as Billy West, Katie Seagal, Tress McNeil, Maurice LaMarche, Lauren Tom, Phil Lamar, and David Herman are all returning to the series show. The show's co-creator, Matt Gronick, also celebrated the actor's return with a short message saying, From the moment John DiMaggio auditioned last century, we knew we had our bender. So congrats to everyone at Futurama. We're all back, baby. So I'm excited for that. I will say this. Um, a lot of people kind of don't like the 
the the the the revival part, the first revival part of the show where it was like canceled and then like Sci-Fi or Comedy Central brought it back. I don't remember who. Um, a lot of people don't like those later episodes. I happen to like them. I think they're great. I know a lot of them tried to be like a little more tug on your heartstrings, touchy feely, but I still thought they were hilarious and great. Um, and a lot of people kind of don't seem to understand what happened in the last episode. So this is spoilers if you haven't seen the last Futurama episode, or rather the the series, the original series finale. Um, because remember, the first time it got canceled, that wasn't like the series finale. Um, well, it kind of was. It was kind of like an unknown, you know, cliffhanger kind of finale. But um, basically what happened was is that time the time button thing that the professor created that made him go back 10 seconds every time. You know, to summarize the episode again, that button broke, and it broke broke upon having Fry and Leela supposed to have a a dinner date in which Fry was going to propose. And it broke so bad, like, that the contents of the, like, what made the thing work destroyed space-time and froze everything. So Leela and Fry were still, like, be they were still able to move and age and everything like that. Um, so what they did was they spent the rest of their lives in a frozen world, in a frozen universe, and basically did whatever the hell they wanted because they could. You know what I mean? There was nobody stopping them, uh, obviously, because everything was frozen in time. Um, until the part where they were... It, it got to the point where they were super old. They were really, really fucking old, and... Professor Farnsworth was like traveling in between time and he came out and said, holy crap, you guys look old as fuck. Let me fix the time button. But now that I fix this, I'm going to hit the button and everything is going to go back to the point before I conceived this thing because that's what I set it to. And so like he so then Leela and Fry are like, do you want to go around again? And they're like, fuck hell yeah, let's do it. And they basically live their whole lives again or whatever from the point of like it got frozen or so that's what people think but professor farnsworth said before he conceived the time button so who knows when that was i don't remember if he said it in that episode or not but that's probably most likely where the the revival is going to take place and i'm sure they'll address it in the first episode that being said i'm excited regardless because i think futurama is like a great cartoon show i it's it's funny it's it's kind of goofy. It's hilarious, you know. And it does. It has like some real world commentary on it without being too overly critical or overly serious about it. Like it's, it's like yeah, we're poking fun at this thing, but we're poking fun of it in a way where even the thing we're poking fun of can laugh at it. And it's like, you know, it's kind of tiptoeing a little bit, but it's not. You know what I mean? It's fine. It's like I don't know. It's really funny though. I I think Futurama is great. Um. I do like Schnoo Schnoo. That being said, I'm glad they worked it out. John DiMaggio is great. And honestly, again, like I said in the last time we talked about this, nobody was going to fucking watch that if he wasn't Bender. <laughs> he just wasn't. Um, but yeah. Uh, Doctor Who producer teases feature-length episode, regeneration episode. Um, Jodie Whittaker, of course, being the latest Doctor, is now going to die and regenerate into the 14th Doctor. Um, and they're saying that it's going to be like a feature length, like a movie type episode. If you've watched Doctor Who before, you know that like when big events like this happen, they have like movie length episodes and they even release them as such, you know, like in a separate DVD sometimes. And so, yeah. Um, The boys 
Diabolical apparently is a new boys. Like it's an animated show based on the show Amazon Prime show The Boys. And apparently, uh, th- apparently that cartoon show is canon for season three, which is coming out soon. So yeah, just in case anyone was wondering that, I thought you know I still haven't seen it, but there you go. Uh, the Switch is coming on the, its fifth year anniversary. I found this article that said the top 10 games for the Switch, and I'm going to read this list, and then I'll tell you what I think. And actually, what I think is really not going to matter, because I don't have that many games on the Switch. But, um, you know, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Metroid Dread, Super Mario 3D World, Bowser's Fury, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Smash Brothers Ultimate, Super Mario Odyssey, Stardew Valley, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And, uh, yeah, that's the whole list. And honestly, like, just from hearing or listening to, like, people talk about it in our Discord, probably the most famous Switch game in our Discord was Breath of the Wild and Animal Crossing, if I'm being honest. Like, so many of of y'all in our Discord love those two games so much. I myself have played Smash Brothers Ultimate uh, with some of our Discord members and mods and have played Animal Crossing. I've gone to some of y'all's islands in there. And it's just really cool. It, those games are... The the, the games uh, on this list are, are very... Oh, even Three Houses. Three Houses is another popular one in our Discord as well. But yeah, like, I agree. The thing is, I don't have... I don't think I my opinion matters too much because as much as I've played my Switch, I've only played, like, four games on there. And I will say this. The Nintendo Switch Online... Uh, the Super Nintendo and Nintendo emulator are super cool on there, and the Sega emulator is really cool on there, and the the N sixty four one's a little wonky, but um, really cool. I love, um, I love Animal Crossing. I love B- Smash Brothers Ultimate very much. Super cool games. I love playing Hades on it. Hades is super sick. Um, I I think the con- the, the the Switch console itself is probably one of the greatest consoles it's one of the greatest portable consoles ever it's one of my favorite consoles that the nintendo's ever done and nintendo really nailed it with this one i think way better than the wii way better than the wii u i mean we're not even going to talk about the wii u honestly but yeah very great console that being said that's all the non-anime news i have let's move on to the anime news and again there's a lot here so uh let's just uh dive in and of course, links.animesummit.net. That's where you can find all the links where to hang out with us and everything. Go click on the Discord. That's where we're all hanging out and chilling and talking. Um, also, uh, hold on a second. Let me find it. <laughs> I fucked up already. Uh, I was supposed to have this right. Oh, here's the March schedule for Manga Book Club. If you're in our Discord, um, they already had the first one today. Which was Tech on Concrete, Tech on Concrete Volume One through Three, uh, which is chapters one through thirty-three. Um, March thirteenth, they're doing Dora Hidoro again, Volume One through Four, which is chapters one through twenty-three. Uh, Legend of the Strongest Man Kurosawa, Volume One through Three, chapters one through twenty-five, and Dora Hidoro Volume Five through Eight. Uh, this is every Sunday, right? So March sixth, March thirteenth, March twentieth, March twenty-seventh. Uh, so yeah, that's an, that's one reason to join the Discord. It's very fun. 
other than that, I mean, in the Discord, it's just like a bunch of cool people just hang out and talk about anime, talk about video games, nerdy stuff. Uh, we share NSFW stuff, memes, hang out. It's all fun. It's all fun. It's all fun games until someone spills the mayo. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, and also patreoncom summit uh, if you want to join that, that would be great. Thank you to all our current patrons. We love you so much. So thank you, thank you. I want to start off by saying this, okay? Um, actor Kirk Bailey passed away at 59. Uh, he had lung cancer. He was diagnosed with lung cancer about six months ago. Um, he was Knives in Trigun. He was Shin in Cowboy Bebop. He was Tetsu in Fushigi uh, Yugi. And he was Garma Zabi in Mobile Suit Gun in the movie trilogy. Um, he also played in the old live-action TV show Salute Your Shorts on Nickelodeon, which was like a kid's comedy live-action show about this. It was about a, a summer camp, and these kids at summer camp just doing goofy things and hanging out. Um, yeah. So, yeah, shout-out to Craig Bailey. Also... Uh, the founder of Nexon, Jungju Kim, passed away. Um, he was also known as Jay Kim. He was 54 years old. Um, he had been receiving treatment for depression, and it had taken a horrible turn. Um, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, but that being said, Nexon was famous for making free-to-play RPG games like Maple Story, Sin, Oh Alice. The original Kimono Friends game, uh, Dungeon Fighter. Um, it's it's very sad. Um, Nexon invested ninety two point four billion into companies including Hasbro, Bandai Namco, Konami, Sega Sammy, things like that. Nexon has just only gotten big since they've come out with all the games they've come out with. The ones I've named weren't even. That's not even like. Man, I remember, and I don't even know if they have some of these still on there, but, like, there was, like, an FPS game they had on there. There was a bunch. They had, like, seven games. I think Dragon Nest is another one. I don't know if that one's still going or not. But these are all just free-to-play games, and they made a lot of money because uh, the DLC that you could buy with Nexon bucks, you could go to a gas station, for God's sakes, and get a Nexon gift card. That's how, like, big it got. And, um... But the DLC was, like, aesthetic stuff. It wasn't anything, like, to play more of the game. You know, the whole game was free. It was just for aesthetic stuff that people they'll love the game so much that they would buy. You know what I mean? So, anyway, next one's really huge. Um, that being said, if you are feeling a certain type of way and you're feeling, you're, you're feeling super depressed, super horrible, listen... Just real quick, and I'm sorry, so I know it's the newscast, and, we're not, you know, I try not to get, like, super crazy or deep on here, but uh, I have, I have, I have, I have severe depressive disorder, I have major anxiety disorder, and I have bipolar, and I'm also a borderline schizo, so I know what it's like, it's very horrible, it's very scary, it's a battle every day uh, in my head, you know what I mean, and um, something that I, that I kind of pride myself in lately is seeing uh, having listeners come to my DMs and say, Sam, thank you for being honest about what you got going on. It's really helped me in your newscasts and your podcast with Nick and Danny. Nick makes me laugh so much. And 
Danny makes me laugh so much that it helps. It helps get me through the week. Helps get me through the day. That's like, that's fucking amazing. You know what I mean? That being said, if you're feeling some sort of way, you're feeling like you're getting close to an edge or something like that, um, call a suicide prevention hotline. The na- the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is available at 1-800-273-8255. Okay? That's like the national one. The one for Canada is 1-833-456-4566. Just Google it. Like, it's they're on, they're, all the different numbers for your country are on there. Just, you, it, it helps. It really does. Talk to somebody. Talk to a friend. Tell, be honest with your 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 guardians or parents or family, whatever people you're close to. Just be like, hey, I don't feel good, and I'm I'm feeling like I don't want to be around anymore. I feel like I, I I could go to sleep forever. Things like that. If you're feeling just things like that, just just tell somebody. Okay, okay. I'm done with my rant. That's my rant. Uh, that being said, um, very tragic, very sad. So Kirk Bailey and Jung Joo Kim, these are for you. We love you. Um, we got like a new little teaser for, um, oh shoot. I am on the wrong thing. Y'all hold on a second. <gasps> Where'd I put that page? No. Oh, it's right there. Okay. You know what? Hold on. Let me start over. Huh. Cut. Take two. Here we go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> dude, Jump Festa convention, uh, the 2022 convention of Jump Festa video archive streams globally this month. Shuisha announced on Sunday that archived videos from its Jump Festa 22 convention will stream globally via video on demand from March 7th, so right now, by the way, uh, at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to March 21st, 10.59 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, on Jump's official YouTube channel. The streaming will have English subtitles. The following stage events from the convention will be available on demand. Uh, Spy X Family, Dragon Quest The Adventure of Dai, World Trigger, Boruto Next Generations, Prince of Tennis 2, Dragon Ball Super, Bleach, Chainsaw Man, Platinum End, World's End Harem, Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, Jujutsu Kaisen, Dr. Stone, My Hero Academia, and One Piece. The hybrid online and in-person convention took place in December 18 to 19. The physical part of the event held at Makuhiro Mesa in Chiba, with tickets available via Lottery and Attendance Limited. Gem Festa 21 was held in an online-only convention in December 2020. Um... So yeah, dude, like I I will be able to to so you can watch that stuff. Um if there's anything I think I talked about most of the stuff on the newscast. Actually, you know what? This might have been this might have happened like when I was on break, right? Yeah, cuz December. So like if anything comes up from this, you know, I will definitely report on it or if there's something I I I missed from it that you that you thought, "Oh man, Simon, you should have said something about this." Let me know and I will fucking report on it. I'll be able to obviously be keeping my eye on shit as well. So um, that being said, speaking of Spy X Family, the television anime for Tetsu Endo's Spy X Family manga posted more staff members on the April 9th premiere, a concept visual from the anime on Monday. The visual shows the outward and hidden sides of the Forger family. Uh, I got to read this, y'all. I really got to read this because it's one of the greatest things coming out of Jump right now from what I understand. So uh, definitely want to read, definitely want to read, definitely want to read. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of Jump again, Dr. Manga has ended it's going to get a new chapter alongside an anime special this summer. The 14th issue of Shusha's weekly Shonen Jump magazine published the final chapter on Monday of Boichi and Reed Shiro's Inagaki's Dr. Stone manga. The 13th issue had teased the manga which would reach its climax in the 14th issue. The manga's 25th volume shipped in Japan on March 4th 
and the 26th and final volume will ship on July 4th. So yeah, there you go. Classroom of the Elite TV anime video announces two more seasons in July 2022 and 2023. A live stream special for the television anime of Siogo Kinusaga's Classroom of the Elite. Light novel series debuted a new promotional video and new visual on Sunday. The video reveals that the announced sequel is actually two more seasons that will air in July 2022 and 2023. So this summer and the summer after. Um, the cast added that the anime will adapt the original story's complete first-year student arc. So yeah, there you go. Uh, Mushugo Tensei Job Reincarn- Jobless Reincarnation anime gets second season. Of course, this comes as a surprise to nobody. It's one of the most popular shows in 2021. And yeah, um, I know a lot of people have like a weird kind of thing about it since the main character is like a 34-year-old guy and he's kind of, he turned into a little kid peeping at women and weird things like that. But I heard the story is actually really good. It gets really good. You know, it's probably just one of those things, you know, it's, it's kind of like in Dragon Maid, how Dragon Maid, they have like uh, Lukua and Shota thing happening. And I, th- I heard that that part's easy to get past and the rest of it's really good. So I haven't watched it because I, I wrote her off as another Isekai thing, but Danny and Nick keep telling me to watch it. So maybe I'll give it a watch. Um, Yeah. Kitaro Tanjo, Gegege no Nazo film, reveals new visual fall 2023 debut. Gegege no Kitaro anime series revealed on Sunday that the Kitaro Tanjo Gegege no Nazo anime film will open in Japan in fall 2023. So yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool. More anime movies. Netflix to release Akumakun anime worldwide in 2023. Netflix announced on Sunday that it will exclusively stream Akumakun, the upcoming anime project of Shigeru Mizuki's Akumakun manga, Globally in 2023, so it's gonna be in Budflix jail. But it's in 2020. Damn, we got some 2023 hype for y'all, y'all. 2023 hype for already. Already, it's only March in 2022. I got some 2023. I'm doing a good job on this newscast. Fuck y'all. Okay, anyway. Uh, oops, let me close that. Uh, Bell, Rurouni Kenshin, the final, the final films win VFX Japan Awards. The VFX Japan Awards announced this year's winners in each of its own seven categories on Thursday. Um. Live action theatrical film category was the Rooney Kenshin the final film, along with Rooney Kenshin uh, Saishu Show the beginning. Animated theatrical film category Bell. Television distribution program anime VFX category live action Alice in Borderland season one. And television distribution program anime CG category Godzilla Singular Point. So yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, and commercial and promotional video category was Shinjuku Station's East Exit, the 3D CG Cat, um, the Cross Shinjuku Vision, uh, won the best commercial and promotional video. If you've never, if you guys have never seen that, it, it went viral like on TikTok and, and on YouTube. But it's this, um, it's the side of this building that it's like a screen that curves around the corner of this building and goes kind of long, the long way, lengthways along the building, and it looks like a cat on a shelf. And if you are looking at it from the right angle, it looks like this big, huge, giant cat is chilling on a shelf on the side of the building, and it's amazing. Also, the Toyota Corolla Cross TV commercial, uh, Koseo Kakunokete Hen, uh, won the Leading Edge Visual Effects category. So yeah, there you go. I've I've never driven anything else but a Toyota in my whole entire life, aside from when I had my Nissan Maxima. Every other car I've had, though, has been a Toyota they're great. And the only reason I've gone through so many of them is because they keep getting totaled by idiots who keep hitting me. So shout out to those idiots. I hope you guys stub your toes every morning for the rest of your lives. Y'all are bitch and bitches. That being said, moving on. 
<laughs> no, seriously, fuck y'all. Um, Togane uh, Omatsuri Bu anime about girls. It's like a girl club, and they go around Japan reviving festivals. So it's a regional anime series set in Togane City in Chiba Prefecture. It'll premiere this spring called Togane Omatsuri Bu. Uh, called the fest- it's called the Togane Festival Club. Yeah, they just like go around... And they, like, try to revive festivals that were once a dynamic culture part of their city. And so they're, like, they just go around trying to, like, bring them to these festivals back and plan them and shit. So, yeah, it could be fun. Shachuki-san wo Yojo Yure ni Iyaseratai anime third video. April 7th debut. Uh, this looks really cute. It's a little demon girl. Uh, little demon... I think the style of it is kind of chibi-looking, so, like, the little girls look like little, little, really super-deformed chibi. The story follows the daily life of Fushihara, uh, Fushi, Fushihara, a woman who know, who has become numb, corporate drone for her company, and Nure, the ghost girl who wants to help her. So, yeah, it's like these little ghost demon girls who, like, float around this lady, and they're, like, trying to make her life better and shit. Love All Play Badminton TV. Danny, this is for you. The staff of the <laughs> uh, this is in some spring hype. It's a uh, a boys badminton club. Honestly, though, like it does look pretty sick. Like the story follows Ryu Mizushima, who joined the middle school's badminton team, full of motivation, but without a proper coach, ended up in obscurity. Nevertheless, he did eventually reach the prefectural tournament on his physical strength. Now he joins the prestigious Yokohama Minato High School's badminton team under the legendary coach Ibihara. And surrounded by talented teammates, he strives to become the top athlete and take his school team to the inter-high tournament. Yeah, pretty cool. Badminton. Uh, Wit Studios' bubble anime film previews Riria's ending song in the short trailer. This looks amazing. This looks really friggin' cool. Makoto Shinkai, move over, you dumb bitch. I'm just kidding. Oh my god, no. Tatsuro Araki, the he was a director of Attack on Titan and Attack on Trains. By the way, when I keep saying Attack on Trains, the anime I'm referring to is called Cabinary of the Iron Fortress. I realize that I've been calling it Attack on Trains for so long that people probably don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Um, is directing the film at Wit Studio with a script by Gen Urobuchi and character designs by Takeshi Obata and Hiroyuki Sawano for the music fucking crazy um but yeah i hope to get more uh info on the animators and uh the sound designers and stuff soon but uh yeah do we have alice hirose mamoru miyano uh sayaka senbongi yuki kaji for voices like that's pretty crazy just go watch the trailer for it it's called bubble and it looks super cool with studio might be killing the movie game honestly this year is gonna be sick um, Blue Thermal Glider Club anime films. Uh, this is going to... Oh, it's a movie. It opened on, on Friday. The original manga centers on Tama, Tamaki Sudu, who was on a sports team throughout her entire school life until high school, but is instead seeking an active romantic life once she enters college. However, a turn of events puts her on the path of joining her university's glider club at college. When I say glider, I mean like those little, like actual little kind of... It's like you, you, it's like a plane pretty much. Like you sit in it and pilot it and yeah, it's fucking, it looks fucking cool. But yeah, like it, it looks pretty sweet. Uh, I'm excited to watch that one for sure. Might, maybe it'll be a Netflix thing. Who knows? 
Square Enix manga and book licenses Final Fantasy VII Remake traces of two pasts and um, more manga. Yeah, a bunch more. So, yeah, this is a, a novel called Two Pasts where it t- goes into the story of uh, Eris Gainsborough and Tifa Lockhart. Also, another manga for uh, Pearl Harbor Descent Record and Near Automata Story. And um, now is Tokyo Aliens. Um, that looks really cool. And the girl I forgot her glasses. The girl I like forgot her glasses, uh, which is supposed to be like a cute romance story. Uh, yeah, dude, I've never, I haven't read too much Square Enix manga. Um, I definitely should though. I should check out their catalog. Uzaki Chan wants to hang out. Anime season two. This is coming out. Uh, I believe. When is this coming out, yo? Of course, it never says. Never fucking says, dude. It came out in 2020, the second season. I think this is, I think this is spring too, actually, spring or summer. But um, yeah, Zaki Chan. If you don't like Zaki Chan, uh, it's another one of those uh, anime girls annoying the main character kind of thing. Um, but yeah, Yadogami Chan Kanzatsu Nikki anime season four adds three more cast members. Um, uh, I've never heard of this show before. I feel like. We go through the whole seasonal list every fucking every fucking season, and there's like this new show I've never seen. But yeah, this is the fourth season of the show Yadogame Chan, uh, Kansatsu Nikki. Uh, so yeah, uh, Token Ranbu Ranbu Han, Hanamaru, uh, Setsugetsuka anime film. This is a, a film trilogy that is a a, a a sequel to the Token Ranbu series. Uh, it's supposed to be the first film in a trilogy of films. Uh, if you're into Token Ranbu. Requiem of the Rose Kings anime pretty anime video previews more cast for second half. Um, this is uh, I think this is spring too as well. Um, but yeah, this is the second half of the show Requiem of the Rose King. Uh, this was winter season, I believe, and then the second half is coming uh, this next coming season. So. Didn't get to watch that one. So if I should watch it, let me know. Don't Hurt Me, My Healer. Uh, This is April 10th, some spring hype for you. Uh, The Aguri Onishi plays the Dark Elf Carla. Um, The Isekai burnt-out adventure comedy centers on two adventures, the hopeless swordsman Arvin and the sarcastic Dark Elf healer Carla, who seems to be more talented with ticking people off than healing. (laughs) Uh, yeah, that could be funny. It's just like a little fantasy anime, fantasy comedy. New Shaman King anime promo video visual previews final battle. The official Twitter account for the new television anime, Hiroyuki Taike's Shaman King manga unveiled on Thursday, a new promotional video and visual of the series. Both preview the final battle. So yeah, that's crazy. I, I didn't know. The anime is adapting all 35 volumes of the manga's new complete edition which Kodansha started publishing in print volumes in June 2020. The first anime adaptation of the manga premiered in 2001. Um, the new Shaman King anime premiered in 2021 on Netflix and has been ongoing since. So I got to watch that. Danny said it was pretty cool. She hosted like a little group watch for, for it in our Discord, and they all said it was pretty sweet. So uh, John Cho finally kind of speaks out over the series cancellation. I mean, obviously, all the the actors kind of did like a little tweet saying, "Oh man, you know, gutted or whatever." But he kind of like came out and like I guess he was like on a, um, uh, I don't know if where he said this. It was on a podcast or something. But he basically was like, 
I was very, it was very shocking and I was really bummed. I put a lot of my life into it. It was just a huge event in my life and then suddenly it was over. Um, I mystified a little bit about how you can connect with people that you don't know doing, doing your work, but I won't question it. I will value it and treasure it. I'm just really deeply really appreciative that anyone would care. It's stunning to me. Um, he revealed that like, that like, so like, remember like when we talked about it and before the show came out, we like that news came out that he got injured or whatever. Um, and I don't remember the injury, something with his knee or something or back. I don't know, but he had to like have surgery. And that surgery took, like, 10 months to, like, fully heal. And actually, I guess in most cases, it takes longer than that. Like, some people are, like, in physical therapy for, like, a year and a half. He, like, devoted his time to getting his body perfectly right, going to physical therapy every chance he could just so he could get back and finish filming the thing. And... It sucks. It just kind of like, and it's just crazy. Like he had his whole family move to New Zealand because that's where they shot most of it. Uh, you know, New Zealand being kind of one of the prime places to film movies or shows like this, just because of there's so much of the the land is beautiful that you can build so many different kinds of sets on the open land there, and it'll look like a completely different world. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, it's he revealed like how like how much of his life was devoted to it and like having uprooted his family over and crazy. Studio Giants Anime Studio uh yeah, Studio Giants Anime <laughs> The studio is called Studio Giants. Um begins bankruptcy proceedings. Crazy. Uh they provided key animation and in-between animation for numerous anime including Fairy Tale, Captain Tsubasa, Zoids, Yu-Gi-Oh and Bakugan Battle Brawlers. Um, the Tokyo District Court approved the decision to file for bankruptcy on February 14th. The deadline for hearings, reports, and investigations regarding this matter is on May 12th. Um, they were established in 1975 and officially founded in 1979. The company dismantled and ended anime production in August 2021. Studio Elephant succeeded the company on September 1st. So, that's unfortunate. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, Honeyworks heroine Tanamono TV anime unveils ending song April 7th debut. Here's some more spring hype for you. This looks really cute. The story of the anime follows Hiyori Suzumi, a high school girl who becomes a manager in training for the high school idol unit's Lip X Lip Lip Lip. Uh, but yeah, she becomes a manager for this this boys idol uh, boys idol group, and uh, it turns out she actually loves being a manager. Uh, I think we talked about that one last week, so I apologize if that's a repeat for you. Skeleton Knight in Another World anime for spring. April 7th premiere. One day, a gamer played video games until he fell asleep, and when he woke up, he was in another world. Surprise, surprise. He was in the game world of, as a skeleton, equipped with only powerful weapons and armor of his avatar, but stuck with its frightening skeletal appearance. Ark has to find a place for himself in this new fantastical land. All his hopes for a quiet life are dashed when he crosses paths with a beautiful elven warrior, sending him on a journey full of conflict and adventure. So basically, he becomes a skeleton-faced Johnson in this really crazy, like paladin-like armor and uh yeah that's what happens man don't fall asleep playing video games you get isekai that's what happens laid back camp reveals another key visual july 1st opening for this anime film um laid back camp movie um each key visual is is just like a character by themselves really cute i know this is a repeat of like mentioning it last week as well but like you got to see all these key visuals man they're just so cool 
it's I, I've never seen Euro Camp. Like I've seen like the first couple episodes. I understand it's like a really feel good anime, but yeah. Uh, let's see. Jujutsu Kaisen Zero Film stays at number one in the Japanese box office in its 10th weekend in a row. Can't wait to watch that one. Holy shit. Can't wait to watch this one. Dragon Ball Super. We finally got a new uh, teaser trailer for it. It's opening on April 22nd in in Japan and then this summer in North America. I'm so excited for this, you guys. Because, like, so, I mean, this latest teaser, we got to finally see more of the CG anime. Um, it's not that bad, actually. It looks kind of, it looks kind of cool. It's, I can definitely see how it would work. Um, and, and now we're getting more of a sense of what it centers around. We all knew that it was going to be, the villain was going to be kind of a revival of the Red Ribbon Army, that it was centered around a superhero theme motif, kind of. Um, but Gohan is going to be like, it's pretty much confirmed that Gohan is the fucking hero of the thing. And it looks fucking exciting. Uh, Piccolo is now um, in, like, a new kind of form. He has, like, the yellow in his arms instead of the pink that he normally has. Um, Called it Unleashed form. Some people are calling it his Unleashed unleashed form. Because, like, I've always been confused by that, right? Like, that always kind of throws me off. Because, like, in the beginning of the show... Um, like when you first meet Piccolo in Dragon Ball, he's got pink arms. He's got the green with the pink muscles or whatever. And then in the beginning of like the Dragon Ball Z anime, I thought he had yellow parts. Didn't he have like yellow parts in his arms or some shit? I don't know. But then most of the anime, he had pink. And in this key visual, it's very clear that his arms are, are yellow. Um, the muscle parts in his arms are yellow. Um, the other, the other Namek, the only other Namek I know to have the yellow in his arms was Kami, and him and Kami fused during the Boo Saga. So, or no, during the Cell Saga? Was it Cell or Boo Saga? I don't even remember. But like during one of those huge threats, um, actually, it might have been the Boo Saga. But yeah, like in, they're making pretty damn sure that you know that his arms are fucking yellow. And all of these new, like, posters and teasers coming out. And that Gohan is, like, the main superhero in this movie, which is going to be great. And it's supposed to establish, like, a new kind of whole-ass story for the universe. I don't know if it's going to be canon or not. I know the Dragon Ball Super manga went somewhere else. So, like, you know, I don't know how that's going to work or what. I don't even know. Um, And there was, like, a quick shot of Broly's face, by the way. So Broly is in it. So we'll see. If that's like if he's even part of it, or you to just show him doing something, I don't know. But that being said, uh, I'm very excited. Manga Plaza digital service launches offers free trial to U.S. audience. Uh, NTT Soul Mayor's Corpse Manga Plaza digital service launched on Tuesday, and announced that it will offer a seven-day free trial to readers in the United States. The new service will also award U.S. $10 Amazon gift cards to 301 new registrants. The free trial will grant access to titles such as Attack on Titan, The Time I Got Reincarnated as Slime, Mordecai, and Obey Me the Comic. Um, the Manga Plaza trial page launched a pre-registration campaign on January 24th. Readers could access 72 manga titles free of charge during the pre-registration campaign. Um, offers titles from publishers such as Kodansha, Kadokawa, and it's stated it will release its original titles have yet to English yet to get English releases. And it currently lists its business partners, which also includes Hakusensha, Comics, Shodansha, Futabasha, and Hobonsha, and Shushuisha. Uh, Shu Suisha. 
The company stated it currently offers access to nearly 50,000 chapters from 2,000 titles. Um, users can uh, pay $6.99 a month. They can alternatively pay uh, $0.45 cents to $3.99 per chapter, which, like, I don't know why you would want to just do the $6.99 a month. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the library spans genres such as action, adventure, romance, comedy, drama, sci-fi, fantasy, LGBTQ+, stories, romance. Oh, did I say romance already? Yeah. I don't know why LGBTQA is, like, a genre. <laughs> like, it's kind of weird. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure there's just LGBTQ characters in action, adventures, romance, comedy, drama. So, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird. I, I say that as, like, a queer person. Like, it's just it's weird. Anyway. <laughs> I get it, though. I No, I, I do get it. It's just, like, you know. Anyway, <laughs> it's it's more complex than I'm saying. It. Um, Comey can't communicate. Anime second season. Let's go. Fuck yo. Love this shit, dude. Um, April sixth premiere already. That quick. Whoa. Let's go, dude. I'm excited. Um, if you've never seen Comey can't communicate, it came out uh, uh, fall 2021. It's it was one of my favorite shows. Um, for for that season, it's it's so good. It really is really good. And the animation is really decent, and the art style is really cute. They they stick really close to the the manga, and I I, I just love it. Mappa establishes new studio specializing in CGI in Osaka. Animation studio Mappa announced on Tuesday that it has established a new studio in Osaka that will specialize in CGI work. So, yeah, I don't know. Every time I see the name Mappa nowadays, I'm just like, hmm. You know what I mean? I just I don't know. A uh, Sudanay anime film teaser reveals title August 19th debut. Kyo Annie began streaming a teaser trailer for its upcoming film, uh, Sudanay Kazume Koko Kyodubu. Um, the, uh, the story opens with Minato Narumiya beginning his freshman year at local Kazemai High School. Mr. Tommy, advisor to the Japanese archery club, is keen to recruit Minato as well as his childhood friends Seiya Takahaya and Ryohei Yamanochi. Ryohei convinces the reluctant Minato to attend the club's orientation, where he also meets Kaito Onagi and Nanao Kisaragi. Singling out Minato, Mr. Tommy introduces him as a rare Japanese archery talent and asks him to demonstrate in front of everyone. However, Minato's arrow fails to hit the mark because he is afflicted by a serious condition. Minato, Seiya, Ryohei, Nanao, and Kaito. Japanese archery brings them together. And what will they attain as a struggle through their beautiful yet bitter youth? But yeah, the animation on this looks freaking amazing. Uh, Takuo Yamamura is returning to direct the film at Kyoto Animation. He's also writing the script. Um, uh, Miku Kadowaki is returning a character designer. Masaru Yokoyama uh, as an, is the composer, for, same as the uh, composer for Fruits Basket Anime. Uh, hell yeah, dude. Very cool. Uh, the trailer for it's out, by the way, too. Uh, Mamoru Hosoda Bell confirms dates for Blu-ray and digital release. Uh, May 17th on Blu-ray and DVD. Steelbook Target exclusive on May 17th. And digital to own uh, May 3rd. So, yeah. Uh, if you just heard our review of that, there you go. Probably the biggest piece of news, though. I keep hitting my mic. I meant to clap. I was trying to clap. There we go. The biggest piece of news is Crunchyroll. Um, the, so remember we talked about the they announced 
uh, Crunchyroll and Funimation fusing together or Funimation acquiring Crunchyroll or whatever. Uh, I forgot which way it was. But uh, after purchasing the anime streaming service Crunchyroll last year, Sony Pictures Entertainment is shifting its other anime-focused service, Funimation, and all of its content under the Crunchyroll banner. Meaning, effective immediately, Crunchyroll is now the home to even more massive library of anime titles, including many English dubs that previously were produced produced by and presented by Funimation. A full list can be found on Crunchyroll's site, but here are some of the shows now available for Crunchyroll viewers. Uh, Attack on Titan Junior High, Black Clover, Cowboy Bebop, Darling in the Franks, Dr. Stone, Fire Force, Fruits Basket, Seasons 1 through 3, Hunter x Hunter, My Hero, Scarlet Nexus, Skate the Infinity, That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime, Tokyo Ghoul, Yu Yu Hakusho, and Yuri on Ice. Uh, But yeah, basically, we were kind of worried, like, oh, are they going to bring everything to Funimation's website? Are they going to bring everything to Crunchyroll's website? How are they going to do this? Crunchyroll is such a big established name, but also so is Funimation. So I guess what they've done is everything is that was in Funimation streaming library is going over to Crunchyroll. So there you go. And people were wondering for a long time how that was going to go down, and that's how it's going down. So pretty sweet. That being said, I love you guys very much. Thank you for listening every week. You know, I, I appreciate y'all listening to the newscast. I get I get feedback every week about it. Like, man, the newscast is very fun for me to listen to, and it's just easy listening, just chill, listening to new things coming out, and all that stuff. And I, I appreciate it. It's why I continue to do it, because it's just like it's... I love getting in front of the mic, even so. You know what I mean? I don't know. I almost kind of feel like even if you guys didn't enjoy it that much, I would just... I probably would just keep doing I probably would just keep doing it, honestly. I mean, I just... It's just fun. It's fun for you. It's fun for me. So, you know, what the... What the fuck, you know? Just light up a roach right quick and just... (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That being said, I love you guys very much. And I love you just the way you are. I've been Sam, and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast.